Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I've been recording for the last, I don't even know how long. It's on there. That's how we open the show. I opened the, the, the show singing the other day. You opened the show talking about horse dick this time. Urbano's here, just in case you didn't know. Hello. Chris is here, too. Hi. Uh, guys, listen. I'm going to love it with you guys. We're really, really tired, okay? We've been working a ton. Been trying to get do the best we can getting the shows out, but I think this might be like the actual recipe for a good show, actually. I've been playing doing? a game called No One's Allowed to Leave. <laughs> <laughs> where he just asks us to do <laughs> random tasks for hours. Let's just have a meeting. Then I'm like, all right, this is Urbano. <laughs> Tell me if this happened or not. I said, I will have a meeting, but I am not going to talk about bullshit. I want to have this meeting. I want to go the fuck home, right? Yep. And we sat for a second. There was a major miscommunication as yeah. to finding each other and I had building a, that wall. I was walking all. around no, you for about 45 minutes Urbana, with a wine You knew where to go. You didn't show I up. I honestly Al, didn't. The meeting was going nowhere, and Al was like, want to go talk about bullshit for 30 <laughs> no, minutes? No. And we just didn't no, say no. That's not what happened. And then he had a conversation with a fake nurse that, for an hour. That's not what happened. <laughs> that's not what happened. She's that's, an RM. That's not what happened. Okay? <laughs> what happened was I was trying to actually have the meeting, and Urbana goes, I think we should wake up in the morning and have this meeting. Yeah, we should approach this with fresh eyes. <laughs> yeah, we should approach this with fresh eyes. That's what he said. We didn't even start talking. I know. I was here to like the wee hours last night, writing emails, doing all this craziness. We have a, we have a very big concert happening at the uh, at the hotel, and um, I'm spending a lot of time preparing. And you know, look, we're, we've got a lot of hard labor, a lot of good things happening, but at the same time, we're a lot of things we're taking on ourselves, and I think. Uh, yeah, everybody had had it. There was no conversation we had. So now it was like, oh, hey, you want a pod? And I, so I, I turned a corner and I heard a brief pause and I looked at Urbana. I, I turned around and I said, Chris just shrugged his shoulders and looked, and looked at you like you wanted to leave, didn't he? And Urbana was like, no, no. no. Chris was like, I, appreciate that. I, w- I won't lie, I did. I did. It was a stink face though. I didn't shrug. I gave a face like, there's an emoji for the I got to be honest. Urbano knew Chris, you know, for, for he had a couple year head start on me. But I, I will say this. At this stage... Okay, I kind of feel like you should look at us both the same. I do, I do, but different. (laughs) (laughs) Like I was hurt by the cover up a little bit. I'm not gonna lie. All right, 
let's ask Brenda's question. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, do we have other things to talk about? I got nothing. I mean, we have questions. All right. Let's go. Checking in, you know. Dear Albie and Caroline, strike one. <laughs> My daughter has been... Con- con- you know what? I'm going to answer what mom would say. <laughs> okay. You want to be mom for this? Yeah. Okay. My daughter has been constantly complaining about her boyfriend of a year and a half. The complaining didn't start until after they moved in together. We always loved her boyfriend and thought that they were a good match. But really recently, he has been coming home later than usual, no explanation, hanging out with his friends over her, and just putting not just not putting in the effort like he used to. For reference, he's 28 and she's 26, so not a huge age difference. As her mother, I feel bad for my daughter and tell her how maybe moving in together wasn't the best idea. However, they seem like they wanted to take that step in a relationship at the time. She says how they still have great moments, and but not as many as they did before, and she's just sad most days. As a mom, should I just take a step back and let her figure it out for herself? Or should I tell her to pack her bags and come home? Does this even happen in relationships when couples move in together? I wasn't allowed to move in with a boyfriend until marriage, so I wouldn't know. Any advice would be greatly appreciated. Margaret. I will say this. If your daughter wanted mom's advice, she'd probably fucking ask for it. <laughs> You're the one that's airing out her laundry. <laughs> I feel yeah, like Margaret. it's a little... Margaret, I don't know that it's your place to ask this question. Yeah. I prefer to call her Marguerite. <laughs> yeah, Marguerite, mind your business. <laughs> Got nothing to do with you. I mean, look... Listen, you don't know, man. You don't know the relationship, okay? He might... Maybe that's just always who he's been, and she never realized it because... They didn't live together. Yeah. Or maybe, I don't know, maybe she's like, uh, who knows? This is a lot. First of all, they're young to be living together. Second of all, um, yeah, I just don't know if it's, it's, if you know enough about the situation for me. I feel like I'm giving advice to someone to yeah. give advice to someone. If mom were here, she'd probably um, have something better than that to say. She'd use the word integrity, I'm sure. Yeah, she, <laughs> family, yeah. she would say. But um, no, I got nothing on this one. Sorry. Yeah, mind your business. Just let her, you know, let her talk to you. And then at the end of the day, got nothing to do with you, Marguerite. I think people are going to learn, like, we're very we're very close to how we actually are in real life when we do this podcast. But who we are in real life is much more curt. Like, it's much more short. And it's much more, it's way less friendly. Who's and, curt? And, uh, it's, um, <laughs> um, I think people are either going to really like it or really dislike it. I'll tell you what. You know what a big advantage was? This from like generations ago, besides like social media not being a thing, people's parents and like the family nucleus, I think, was a lot closer in generations before for whatever reason. I just kind of feel that way. But they weren't letting couples move in together until they were married. Yeah. Now, I'm a big proponent of living together before you're married to know what you're getting into. But maybe it screws up more things. But maybe that's a good thing. Aren't they adjusting still? Like maybe he's kind of like, yo, like she's taking up all my life. Like yeah. I need a minute. Like versus I mean. before but- you went to each other. And left, now you're with each other, so the leaving is without each other. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'll tell you what, that stresses – I can understand that because there is a level of like wanting – kind of like to adjust to things on your own and want in your own space. Yeah. Especially if this is the first time you live with somebody because that can be very overwhelming. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like it doesn't mean you're doing anything wrong. You're just like, hey – I need a minute. I don't know. I, I feel like I, I, I do think, though, I'm a different person when I live alone versus when I live with someone else. I'm more self-resilient, obviously. I think you have to be when I'm living alone. You know what I mean? Where it's a little bit different when you're living with other people. But, you know, from the mom standpoint, look, I don't think you, quote, unquote, take a step back, right? And, but at the same time, 
you also have to let her figure it out for herself because she's got to mature and in, in this like look you guys aren't like when you're in a relationship and you're living together it is different than saying oh i'm living with my guy friends because you got you can spend every yeah. waking moment with your guy friends or like split up and do your own thing and you don't feel this sense of obligation to be with each other every second when you feel that weird sense of obligation for the first time it could feel like a lot so you got to be patient with the dude and you guys got to relearn each other and what fits when yeah you ever live with a guy no never just my kids no Mm. no would you probably yeah yeah i don't know i think so It'd be hard now to share my space with someone. It's been a while. Don't look at me in the eyes and tell me the truth right now. Yes. Okay. For the community. Okay. About a month ago. Okay. I got Urbano, a painting of the Virgin Mary. Yes. Is it hung up or not? It is not hung up, but <laughs> you told me it, it was. is laying on the floor beneath where I'm going to hang it. Hmm. So it's in the place. Yeah. And because it's something that shouldn't be there every time i see it i'm like oh i have to frame it i have to frame it so i have to attach it to the wall somehow it's, i just haven't lot. done it yet but it's super cool i just have to figure out how i want to put it up mm. al buys people paintings when they don't ask for them so the other day he was talking to us how he's going to give the man who works in the corner a painting of frank sinatra <laughs> not having any idea whether or not he even likes frank sinatra he just thought it was a good fit you know what's funny when i sat with him and I said, hey, man in the corner, you much of a Sinatra guy? And he's like, I, yeah, I mean, like, you know, who's not? But at the same time, like, not like, you know. And, like, in that moment, everyone says the same thing. <laughs> not like Patsy Sinatra guy. Like, pi- pictures of them <laughs> everywhere, right? But, like, I've got a really cool painting of Sinatra that, fr- frankly, I didn't ask for. Frankly, nice. Okay, uh, nice. <laughs> Very cool. Yeah. Um, but I, I, look, I do this thing where if I, um, you know. Frank, Frank Lee. I, I, I tend to. <laughs> <laughs> wake, wake up and find out that I bought things. Um, and I bought a, a inflatable hot tub this way. Um, I bought uh, a bike, electric bicycle. And I bought a variety of paintings. Yep. And they threw in some extras. Yep. Um, one of them was a Frank Sinatra thing, a couple of nudes from our friend Ocean Clark. Yeah. Great Hoboken artist. Super cool. Super really. cool picks. And uh, uh, I was just curious. I, I, gave, I was like, oh, this speaks to me. This is like the Virgin Mother. <laughs> I was like, that's clearly Urbano. I love it. I just I haven't put it up yet. Thank you. Uh, anyway, um, hope that helps you, Marguerite. Yeah. You know what else? <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> Probably didn't. I'll tell you what. Because anyway, hope that helped you, Marguerite. <laughs> Twenty minutes after talking about paintings from Ocean Clark. You know what? Uh, what could help Marguerite? What's that? One Farm is an Austin, Texas-based wellness group that lets nature lead when harnessing the healing powers of plants to support your daily life with our USDA certified organic natural remedies. One Farm is dedicated to sustainably creating plant-based products with USDA organic fair trade ingredients sourced directly from the people who grow them. That's this includes their CBD products made with organic hemp grown by One Farm on their family farm in Boulder County, Colorado. One Farm combines the highest quality CBD with powerful organic botanicals like turmeric, shaga, and maca. Hope I'm saying these things right. To make some of the most effective remedies available. Oh, I just know when to take it. It makes me feel nice. One Farm's array of natural remedies may help you manage your immune system support, anxiety, pain, sleep, irritated dry skin, blemishes, and promote general 
health and wellness. USDA certified, organic, sustainably farmed, and ethically developed. One farm uses the BEST nature S has to offer to bring you sustainable USDA organic natural remedies. We know nature can design ingredients better than any laboratory. But each natural ingredient contains proprietary blend, something to each other. Proprietary blend of nutrients that has been perfected over time to harmoniously work together. One farm oversees every aspect of production and packaging. Every remedy has independently verified third-party testing. If you're interested, go to onefarm.com slash coupon slash dear Albie. That's onefarm.coupon. That's onefarm.com slash coupon slash dear Albie. Onefarm.com slash coupon slash dear Albie. I wish I had some CBD to... Dried up my senses. Was that off the dome? Don't <laughs> laugh at me while I try and secure the bag. That was the B-E-S-T, bro. <laughs> what, oh what was so bad about that? That was not your B-E-S-T. <laughs> what do you mean? What do you mean? It was just, I was like, wow, what is B-E-S-T? And I was like, oh, you the sounded best? like the pageant girl that was like, such as. <laughs> such <laughs> as. No, I know I didn't. No, I didn't. I didn't think it was that bad. No. America's a great country because it's in the United States. <laughs> you read the next one then. No, no, no. No, come on. He's like, from Austin, Texas, by way of Boulder, Colorado, it's a farm. <laughs> no. One farm. All right, chime. <laughs> I thought it was good. It was very good. No, you did great. But I will say, and I'm sure they're paying you enough that I shouldn't say this. I'm sure I'll get out of it out. But you got to shorten the pitch. You got to shorten the pitch. That was like Bone Thugs and Harmony shit. That was way too much in a short period of time. I didn't think so. That was 32 I, I bars. It, it was not 16. I read from the thing. That was a no, lot. But that was was, good, though. You did your best, but that is a lot. That is a lot of ad. That, that's a lot of ad. Hey, listen. Look, I think the community is into us like, you know, we're like Wayne's World. Okay. And now you. people are down. Okay. To jump on the train and sell their CBD to the community. You got to hear. Did you have you heard that one of the vibrator ads? No. Those are great. Honestly, like this you is why I with go fuck yourself. Every I, time. <laughs> I get so into I get so into reading the vibrator ad because I get to talk about the uh, the vibrator that I recommend because it goes under the labia. Oh, mm-hmm. and last time I read it, I read it in front of mom and I don't think she saw it coming. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> no good. Um, and uh, yeah, a lot of good things have been happening yeah. with, the, with that, you know, with ever since you, you know what? Next question. Well, here's the thing, right? Somewhere I like to think that, like, you know, I do actually look into the products. I do actually try a lot of the products. No joke, okay? Well, how'd you you like that one? The, <laughs> the vibrator? <laughs> so hold on, right? This is where I'm going with this. I can't try that one, obviously, okay? Well, and, and, you know, personally. Well. And uh, <laughs> uh, I say to myself, okay, self, I wonder if, you know, because we have the promo codes, and I hope yeah. we, we support all of our sponsors yeah. the way they support us, right? That people are um, reading up and and or and listening to what we have to say, ordering the Dame products, yeah. okay? They're wonderful, okay? And if they are, I wonder how many uh, uh, climaxes we're responsible for. How many for. satisfied customers. Yeah. Right? Yeah. They should they should chime in. That would be That would be good to know. Yeah. If Come at are, me, bro. Yeah, if you guys are uh, using that, let us know. Let us know. Um. Anyway, dear Albion crew, I've been dating this new guy for almost three months now. We met on Tinder. I know, I know, the hookup app. But we really hit it off on our first date. 
We have a great connection, and he's already met all of my friends, and I have met most of his. We keep in contact every day and see each other almost every weekend. He acts like I'm his girlfriend and talks about future trips and dates we should do. By this point, I'm thinking that we are exclusive. However, recently one of my closest friends was on the dating app and sent me a screenshot of his account. Still activated. This is in caps. I was in shock when she sent this to me. I honestly don't know what to do. Do I bring it up to him and say, what the fuck? Or do I play it cool and just come to the terms that he isn't looking for a relationship? But I really want a relationship with him, but I'm too scared to ask because in the past, that usually scares men away. Please help. Julia. It's Julia, but, you know. Yeah, just ask him. Just ask him, like, what, what, what is this? What are we doing? Where are we at? And plus, I, I think you should know for your own kind of sexual well-being as well. Like, you know, if you're being intimate with someone, it's always good to know if they're being intimate with other people just to protect yourself, I think. I think um, the what-the-fuck approach is a terrible idea because you haven't had that conversation. It doesn't yeah. seem like. But you should say, like, hey. Um, also, you know what else? Um Hearing that someone screenshotted my profile and sent it yeah. would be very intrusive feeling to me. Yeah. Like, there's a chance he just hasn't opened it. And regardless, he's probably going to tell you he hasn't opened Tinder in however much time. So your best thing would be like, hey, are you still on Tinder? If he says no, then he lied. And there's no reason you don't. It's not on your tab to teach him a lesson. Just be like, cool. Yeah. And then never talk to him again. Or be like, listen. I kind of like where this is going, and I'd prefer if you know you you didn't try to meet new people. But um, don't do the what the fuck thing because it yeah. doesn't sound like you had a conversation about this, and then you're you're gonna look like you didn't get what was going on because he probably thinks it's a whole different thing than you did. Chris, I'm not uh, usually uh, in the praising you mood. That was very good advice because now you know. Yeah, and it's the more you know. Yeah, and once you know, that was really good by me. It yeah. really was. But no, <laughs> honestly, I think that's a good move. But look, you know what I think also kind of scares men off in that in that moment? Like, listen, if you are, no big deal. Okay, but I just want to know because I'll just do my thing too. Well, plus he might not realize that she's really into him. So maybe he has that as like a plan B. Like, yo, if this doesn't work out, at least I got Tinder. Maybe you're not checking it no more. Yeah. You know like, what I mean? Or maybe he has it just as a backup just in case maybe he's into this girl. He doesn't know if she's not into him and... It's just a lot of unsaid. So just ask him, like, yo, what's the deal? Where are we at? What are we doing? I don't think that getting to the point and just telling somebody how you feel is always a good policy because if you're playing it a certain way because yeah. you're scared you're going to scare somebody off, then, then what good, is the be point? Gone. Bye. What is the point? Yeah. Get out. What is the point? Go you swipe know? left somewhere else. Do you use any apps? No. I'm staring at you. You don't have grinder or anything? Nothing. He's lied to me once today. No. <laughs> you can t- I will show you my phone. I, I believe you. Enough. Yeah, no, it's weird. Because then you're like, wait a minute. I-, I also don't think it's something like when we lived with Greg, right? We're talking about like 12 years ago or yeah. 11 years ago. And um, it was much more of a thing yeah. to have an app because like you need – that's how you meet people. Yeah. And like even now, like, I think gay bars are going to be um, not a thing – Soon. Well, no, because there's always be a thing. Like yeah, a but club. you're at a bar and they're on grinder. You're like, bro, you're five feet but away. But I feel like, like that doesn't it anymore. Like, you could walk through any bar and find a gay guy, I think, now. Usually. Where at one point it was like, no, you can go to these five bars. Yeah. No, they were always there. They were just waiting in the bathroom. Gotcha. Hmm. 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 But now it's just different. It's, plus, it's weird. It's like. You know what's crazy? I know. was in, in a meeting uh, last week and a guy was talking to me about. um. He was like, hey, you know, I want to open a spa, you know? 
and you know i want to kind of just like you know what kind of how would you do a spot like what's the way that like the way you guys think the way we think here like you guys are doing things super different all the time what's a different way to do a spot so we're talking about it you know rattling ideas off the top of my head and he goes you know just you know because the last time i went to a spa um you know i he he was calling a bathhouse and he said everywhere that he went um guys were were doing each other yeah he goes everywhere he goes and these are people like i'd walk into a thing and there was somebody that i knew you know he but i and i uh i recalled you saying that yeah that um yeah, that's like a uh, the guys do each other. In the, yeah. in the, that was a great in phrase. The spa. <laughs> guys are doing each other. Why? I mean, that's what he said. At every corner, just doing each other in at every, every corner. corner. <laughs> that's doing each other. That sounds like something got edited out of a yeah. movie on on USA. No, no, but he but he was saying it in a way that he was like, you know, he was like, it, it's crazy to me because whenever I've been to a spa, I walk into guys just doing it. Yeah, but not that it was. The way that he was saying it wasn't shocked by. The act, it just was, that w- the where, yeah, he yeah. was just like you know, yeah. What is it about the spa? There's nakedness. <laughs> There's opportunity and skin. It's <laughs> really what it is. It's like, oh, we're alone. I have a towel on, and you have nothing. Let's see what happens. Hmm. Me and Urbana would commute um, back and forth to Hoboken every day, and every day he'd be like. That guy showed me his dick in the spa, <laughs> and every time that guy was walking with a lady and his children. And like always. every single yeah, time, always. Um, watch your man's is the is what I'm getting at, ladies. The random one. Hey, dear Albi, uh, just curious. Don't have an actual question, but want to know what is your most awkward sexual encounter for you and anyone else that is there? Hope mom isn't there. Well, geez, that would be awkward. That would have been awkward. Yeah, because she would have answered. Well, dad would have been like, "Well, you know, <laughs> I'll tell you what, on the way over here." <laughs> Like he would definitely do that. You know, he's the he really is the most best awkward the show, sexual encounter. Yeah, that's uh, they're really getting to the point there. Um, I have a few. You know what I'm thinking though? What what's this person's name? They didn't ha- they didn't have a name. It was um, on Instagram. What um, what happened that day? That you were like, yeah. I'm gonna send a message right now to dear Alvy yeah. and ask about the weirdest fuck moment of their life. Yeah. Basically, it says, "I have a question, but I'm curious before I ask, what is your most awkward sexual encounter?" It was the whole thing, but I get, I have the clip. Most awkward? Se- I I don't know. Probably mo- most. <laughs> <laughs> trying to think. Have you ever? Have you ever? Uh, let me ask you this, Bono. I'll, I, I'm sure I've got a lot of these. <laughs> have you ever? Kind of just like. Throwing it at someone mm-hmm. or like, you know, made a move, whatever, and it just went nowhere, like flat, cold, terrible. Oh, yeah. And like, so like, like, can you think of one off the top of your head? Oh, so many. No. Really? So many? Yeah, because it's kind of weird because it's it really depends or I'm trying to think. Yeah, or or uh, like, no, maybe. I can't remember. <laughs> it's too many to choose from. Yeah, like or after a hookup, you'd be like, "Yeah, here's my number. You should call me." And then they never call, and you're like, "Was it me? Was it you? Was it the fake name?" Mm. I kissed a girl once, and it was a little painful. This is in college, and I shook her teeth out. Oh, I went ouch! And so, oh, sorry, took her teeth out. That's oh, wow. probably my most awkward. I was a sophomore. Wow, sophomore, freshman, sophomore, whatever it was, and that was some shit. 
Instead of the skiing accident. This isn't me, but I, I do have a funny story about a friend of mine. And I'm not doing a friend of mine and it was me. I would tell you if it was me. But um, I was um, – we were actually filming uh, at 10th and Willow. Oh, shit. Years ago. And um, a friend of mine who will remain nameless because uh, he doesn't deserve this. Uh, <laughs> but uh, you'll you'll both know who he is just from the fucking story. Like, I don't, you know, I'm not even going to give you a hint. But um, we got we – got, Al, you were there when we were filming a tent in Willow. We did a thing of me and Lauren mm-hmm. were talking about something. And we got like mangled. Like we were doing sh- – Rana was a, a waiter at the time yeah. at this place that we were filming at. And Angel, <laughs> which, you know, love Angel. He's probably never going to be on the podcast. We love Angel. But um, actually, I think he was when we did 10th Street, didn't we? Didn't he did come he in filmed? and do his thing? No, he, uh, when we did the – Oh, he might have. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, – I don't know. We, Urbano was how we met Urbano. Was, we ran a pizza place together, but also before that, uh, he was he was like the manager of the bar that we like religiously went to in Hoboken, and that's how I was like, oh, Urbano's like great guy. That's how he like you know started becoming. Well, I dropped a quarter. Um, I got it like that. So we um, <laughs> anyway we got really fucked up at Denton Willow, and then we leave filming and we go to the bar next door. To the time was called, called Turtle Club, and it's like I can only describe her as a cougar, an older woman, like in her probably 40s uh started talking to my friend and she was really drunk and so was he so he wasn't doing a ticket advantage thing he was he was pretty obviously he was fucked up because you'll hear what i'm about to say they were just like violently making out with each other (laughs) and um she fell off her stool (laughs) and uh they were sharing a stool and she and she fell off he stayed on And she smacked her fucking face on the floor like hard, and and oh, I almost said the same. Um, and he uh, he ran to the bar and he got an ice pack and he put it on her cheek, and then they like very softly made out with each other. <laughs> but like, and he held the ice pack up to her cheek, and no, they just like kissed. No. And he was like, "Are you okay?" Like between breaths. And me and the producers, Launchy and Jacob and, the, and all those guys. Um, Launchy was a camera guy. Jacob was our producer. And uh, uh, Brett, a few of the other camera guys. We sat back and we just watched this kid hold an ice pack up to her chin while they made out, like, really delicately. Uh. It was the fucking best. Um, that was one of the most awkward. I, I, I wasn't a part of it, but being right there for the whole thing, <laughs> watching the bar staff. And it was like a Tuesday night at midnight, so it was like not a packed bar. Like the whole staff was like, this guy's really holding an ice pack on her chin while they make out really softly. That was good. This isn't a, this isn't a hookup story, but it, it is a friend story that was pretty messed up. Someone that will remain nameless. We had a, uh, <clears throat> a girlfriend we were very cool with that um i had known for like a long time that was trying to talk to a friend of ours this is in our hoboken days and there was a blizzard I definitely know who you're talking about already there was a there was a blizzard that happened like when we had first gotten to hoboken and like i remember walking up the hill and like stomp stop and turning around and, like it was like <laughs> climbing everest like greg was gone chris was gone like, i didn't know what was going on so we ended up uh, at a bar where everybody was at and um, she was there and was there with our, our mutual friend. It was like, Oh, you know, I'm like, well, how's it going? You know, trying to talk to him, whatever. All right, cool. So she like, you know, really, really fun girl, pretty girl, like, you know, and, and uh super, super like, like just confident person. And for whatever reason, she was like pounding shots that night. Oh. And I always, I, I found that like, like her friends were there, but nobody was drinking as much. She was really trying to lead the charge. I don't know if she was nervous or whatever. And um, she goes, "Hey, I'm gonna have a cigarette 
Can I have a cigarette with me? I'm like, you don't smoke. Like, I'm having a cigarette. I'm like, all right, man. <laughs> okay. So I go back. She's like, God, oh, we got to talk, right? And she's sitting down. And uh, I guess, like, I, I don't know, had gone through a breakup, whatever. And we're having a conversation. And I noticed she's not saying anything for a while, right? And I'm like, are you all right? Like, what's going on? She goes, I'm fine. Like, looks down and looks back up at me. She's I'm fine. I'm fine. All right, well, what's going on? She's like, I peed a little bit. <laughs> I go, she goes, I wasn't feeling good. I wanted someone to walk me outside because she wasn't smoking. I peed a little bit. <laughs> I'm like, I go right now, like like right now, like not, I'm dead ass. It's like before Uber. Like it, it was like when it was five dollars to go anywhere in Hoboken, right? I'm like, what do you mean you peed a little bit? She's like, no. Like, I go, well, that's a problem. Like you got to go home. Well, nah. Like it wasn't a problem at the time. <laughs> But it's gotten cold now. <laughs> I don't know if I could stand up. I'm like, what do you mean you don't know if you could stand up? She's like, not, not because I peed before, but I mean, like, I guess I don't know what <laughs> she got wasted. And the dude came out here, right, and and you know, I was like, I don't want to say, I was like, bro, we're not right now, right now, right now. And I called the cab. That was one of the most awkward conversations of my whole life. Yeah, getting my my drunk pee filled friend to get in a cab. That was weird. That was weird. That was a weird one. I bought one of my friends back from a pimp once. <laughs> like you bought him back? Yeah. He uh, <laughs> this, uh, Now it's story time. Let's just do it. Uh, same friend. <laughs> same friend as the ice pack story. Do you guys have a guess in your head of yeah, who it is? You know, you know exactly. exactly. Yeah, but you know what, though? Right. Before that happens, I mean, you know what he could really use? Go you know ahead. what gaps in the diet shouldn't be ignored, Chris? Over 97% of women aged 19 to 50 are not getting enough vitamin D. Hey, Urbano. Hey. 19-year-olds really got to get <laughs> 19 to 50-year-olds are not getting enough vitamin D in their diet, and 95% aren't getting the recommended daily intake of key omega-3s. Ritual essential, essential for Women 18-plus multivitamin was formulated by exhaustive research to help fill nutrient gaps in the diets of women age 18 plus it is formulated with nutrients to help support brain health bone health blood health and provide antioxidant support but ritual didn't stop there they invested a gold standard university-led clinical trial to prove the impact of essential uh, of essential for women 18 plus multivitamin the results essential for women 18 plus was shown to increase vitamin d levels by 43 percent and omega-3 dha levels by 41 percent in 12 weeks ritual is committed to a third-party testing from usp and the non-GMO project traceable and vegan-friendly ingredients and always clear communication. No shady stuff. Um, I actually do take these. They're wonderful. Nice. And I like the the clarity. I've talked about them before. The transparency in ingredients is big because you know why, Urbano? I no. said this before. Shady stuff happens out there. It does. Shady stuff. Okay. I have a shady stuff story. Okay. I decided it's better to not <laughs> tell my story. Well, right now, Ritual is offering my <laughs> listeners 10% off your good. first three months. Visit ritual.com slash Dear Albie and turn healthy habits into a ritual. That's 10% off at ritual.com slash Dear Albie. So I have an awkward, <clears throat> I have an awkward, it wasn't me, it was a friend. We were in Palm Springs and mm. I had a room. And I kind of went out in the morning and I had some coffee and I was by the pool and my friend comes running up to me and it was like eight o'clock and he was like, I need wheat bread. And I was like, what? He said, can you go to the store and get me wheat bread? And I was like, sure, I'm going to get a coffee. So I take somebody else's car. I go get a coffee. I get the wheat bread. I come back. I go to go in my room and my door's locked. And I'm like, who's you in my there room? Alone? Or? Yeah, like we all had mm. separate rooms. It was like five of us. We all had our own rooms. I was like, why is my door locked? So... I go out into the <clears throat> backyard and I realize that my outside door was open. So I open the door 
And there's this naked man laying in my bed with the biggest testicles I had ever seen in my life and my friend naked strewn about above him. And I look and then man with the swollen testicles sees my eyes bulge. Was it Nicki Minaj's cousin? Bro, I have no idea. Did you hear that story? Yes, I did. This was before COVID shots. So it wasn't due to the vaccine. So... The guy, all I see is his eyes looking, and I see his eyes and his balls. And in my head, I'm like, why are those on my bed? <laughs> <clears throat> and so the guy, like, completely panics, and I'm like, like, no words spoken. So I storm out of my room, and I go out into the to the little patio area where the pool was. And the man comes out, and he's trying to grab all his clothes. And he's like, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. And he runs out. And then, like, two days later, I see him. And he was like, I am sorry that I was with your husband. And I said, <laughs> what? He was like, well, you were giving me such looks. I thought you were you were mad that I was with your husband. I was like, no. I was like, what's wrong with your balls, bro? <laughs> he was like, no, they are just very big. <laughs> so that was it. <laughs> I don't know where he was from, but he had an accent. And he thought I was mad, but I just was amazed. <laughs> I'm trying to think of something else. I got plenty of them. I, I, you didn't want to buy it, buy the back from the pimp. I I, I kind of I guess I'll tell you, but it, it's it's fucked up. Uh, we were out and we were we were pretty fucked up, and um, we were in the city, and uh, Al's leaving. But I'm gonna tell the story as if he's not. Um, and we I'm not gonna say where we were at or anything, but um, we we got in the Uber and my buddy wanted to get uh food, so we put in like a food order at a food stand. So I'm texting and I'm waiting on the Uber and I look at the Uber driver and I'm like, I know who I'm dealing with. I'm like, he, he wouldn't take this long. Like, he's gone. She's like, hey, you could just go cancel the trip or whatever you got to do. So I leave. I go to the uh, halal stand and I'm like, hey, um, have, have you seen my buddy? He's tall. Uh, <laughs> he's a tall guy. Like, you know, looks like this and that, whatever. And um, he's like, yeah, yeah. He, he ordered like five things of food and left. It's like, all right. He's like, well, now you have to pay me if that's your friend. I'm like, well, I'm not going to leave this guy in the dust. So I pay the guy. I'm like, leave the food here, though. I'm like, there's no chance of me getting this fucking food. Like, there's not a prayer. Should I restart the story where now it gets here? No. So, good. Uh, so anyway. I'm into it now. So now I pay this halal guy food, right? And um, I'm like, all right, here's the money. So I'm like, where would he, where could he possibly be? So I just see, like, I hear, like, boom, 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 boom. <laughs> I'm like, all right, he's probably near that, whatever it is. And... Lo and behold, he's outside. He's talking to like three girls that are, he's really drunk, but they're clearly hookers. Like clearly, clearly, clearly prostitutes. Pretty, but prostitutes. And he, I'm like, hey, are you ready, ready to get out of here? I, I bought the halal. The Uber driver's waiting out front. Like I'm, I'm like $100 in on this departure right now. And I'm hoping to get the fuck out of here soon. And he's like, no, no, no. These, these girls are trying to hook up. I was like, no, not really. Um, <laughs> I'm sure they're interested in you enough, but we, we got to go. No, you're not listening to me. These girls want it. <laughs> and I was like, well, they want it the way that dude wants to drive you home, and that motherfucker wanted to make you halal. They're in the business of doing so. <laughs> I was like, so they don't want you. They want your money. The same way, again, this man didn't want to put shawarma on the plate. <laughs> he just did it because you asked him to, and there's a money transaction, and I don't. Um, I don't think you realize that's what's happening here. So now this person walks up while I'm talking to these three ladies and my friend. 
And this guy walks up, and when I say a pimp, I mean a fucking pimp. Like, everything short of a Halloween costume with, like, a tiger stripe on a purple velvet <laughs> robe. But, like, super flashy. And he's like, what's the problem? I'm like, there's no problem. My friend here is under the impression that these lovely young ladies are um, in it for the love of the game. And I'm trying to explain to him that that's not the case. And then I just want to move about my day. And he goes, well, he's with me now. <gasps> the pimp points to my friend and says, he's with me now. So I'm like, well, this is this is weird, you know. <laughs> and I look at my friend like, can you believe the situation we got ourselves into here? And he goes, I'm with him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, fucking what? He's like, yeah, I'm with him. He believes me. I'm like, he doesn't believe you, bro. We got to go. It's 3.30 in the morning. We're in the meatpacking district. Nothing good happens after 2 a.m. We got to go. I have an Uber. I have food. I have everything you need. Let's go. And this guy goes, $100. I let him go. So I'm like, my man. I'm not paying you to, you know what? I might pay you for this because it's, now it's funny. But I'll give you, I'll give you 20 bucks. There's been no, this has been 15 minutes of your time. You've lost no opportunity. 20 bucks. I'm out of here. 100. Fuck me. <laughs> uh, so my friend, my tall friend, um, my friend um, looks at me and he's like, a hundred, you heard him. And I'm like, oh, fuck you. I'm about to let you become a sex slave. I don't care. So now he goes, a hundred. I'm like, it's not a hundred. I'm not doing that. I will literally let you live with this man. I don't care. Here, take I said, listen, 60 bucks. 60. And you have to get me a cab. You have to pay for the cab. You got to hail it. Like, I need a service uh. provided. He's like, show me the money. I give him the $60. And to his credit, he hails out a cab. Like, this young man's going to Hoboken. And he was super, and we shook hands and we were good. Oh but I had to God. literally buy my friend back from a pimp. Hysterical. Um, Al's not here. Al left. So uh, let's um, let's talk about that honey. What's that? Is that an app? That's not true. No, but well, honey, <laughs> honey, they sponsor too. They're nice. Love you all. I was here. I didn't know that story. But love no, you all. <laughs> he wasn't here. He left. Such a good story, Al. Uh, but no, this was fun. Yeah, what you think of the end? Awesome. He bought him back. <laughs> I'm glad he's back. He bought him back. <laughs> I'm glad he's back. Uh, we love you guys. All you guys. I think my ad reads are great. Yeah. I do. But we're going back to work. Catch you guys later. Bye. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.